This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's Odds on Sports on the Fan, brought to you by DraftKings, with your host, John Jastrzemski, JJ After Dark. Let's get it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's now time for a Friday edition of Odds on Sports, presented by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, as we move closer and closer to what will be a jam-packed football weekend. You got the return of the Big Ten Full slate of games in college on Saturday. And then, of course, a full slate of games on Sunday. And for those of you who ended up having the New York Giants on the money line last night, my apologies. That was as brutal as it gets. But you kind of knew the minute Evan Ingram dropped that pass on third down, that it was going to be bad news bears for Big Blue. And that odds are... Carson Wentz and company were going to go right down the field and score the game-winning touchdown. Giants did find a way to cover. Under ended up hitting again. And it's amazing how many of these unders now are starting to hit. Clearly, the odds makers and a lot of the books have kind of adjusted after what they've seen over the first couple of weeks. Giants cover, winner. Under, winner. Richard Rodgers, who gave you that as a prop. We had some fun there. That was a winner. So hopefully we can keep those winning vibes going after consecutive winning weeks with our Super Contest plays. And a couple of interesting injuries to note that may influence a couple of these lines. First locally, just heard Bob talk about it a few minutes ago. Sam Darnold and Makai Becton. It looks like they are going to give it a go for the Jets against the Buffalo Bills. And I think that is why this line has moved down a little bit. This line between Buffalo and the Jets got as high as like 12 and a half, 13 in some particular places. Now I think it's settled. DraftKings has it over at 10 and a half. Uh, the consensus from all the sports books out in Vegas has it right around 11. I mean, buyer beware if you're taking the Jets. I mean, until you see the Jets go and cover a game this year, uh, I'm not exactly going to be waving the pom-poms to go make that play, but I can see why the line is adjusted a little bit. The New Orleans-Carolina game has fallen a half point, and that's with the news that Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, Thomas with the injury, Sanders being on the COVID list, out for the New Orleans Saints, and I gave you guys Carolina seven and a hook earlier in the week. I would hop on that now 
because DraftKings has already adjusted. Some of the other books, maybe it's a wait-and-see approach. If you can find seven and a hook, we know how valuable certain numbers are in the NFL. Three, seven, ten. I don't need to lecture you, folks. You guys know the deal. But that's a number I'm hopping on if I like Carolina. I'm scooping that seven and a half if I can find it. Another big injury to note. And this was a game I already threw a wager on. I'm not particularly happy about it, quite frankly. The news that Joe Mixon will not be able to play for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I think that's a big deal. Now, I know Mayfield's been beat up. Jarvis Landry is a little bit beat up. DraftKings has adjusted that line back to three and a half. But the consensus, it's at three. So if you like the Browns, get that three. You like the Bengals, you might wait. Because I think you'll get that hook at a good majority of books. Good slate of games. Thankfully, they set it up in a way in which there are a lot of games at four o'clock. So you'll have San Fran and New England game I can't wait to watch. You'll have Kansas City against a very spunky Denver game uh, team. I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, they moved Tampa and Vegas to the 4 o'clock window. And Arizona and Seattle is now on Sunday night. I always like when you have that balance between 1 and 4 o'clock games. I, I don't want 1 or 2 4 o'clock games. Give me some versatility. Give me some uh, action, if you will. So we'll give you our plays of the day. We'll run through our Super Contest 5. And of course, we also have a World Series game, which we're all fired up about, as the Rays and the Dodgers are all knotted up at a game apiece, and it's a terrific, terrific pitching matchup. I know a lot of people have complained about, you know, the bullpenning and the pitching changes and that element that's been in play throughout the postseason and for a good chunk of this World Series. Well, Bueller and Morton are two guys that you would expect can go pretty deep into the ballgame. Line right now over at DraftKings, Dodgers favored minus 152. The total in this game is at 7.5, which is a low, low total. So maybe Vegas is trying to tell you they think it's going to be a low-scoring type game. But you could make the argument, I would make the argument, that the two best pitchers and... The best pitcher for each individual staff, Morton with his playoff pedigree for the Rays and what he's done in the past with the Astros, Bueller, who without a doubt has the best stuff out of anybody on the Dodgers, swing game in a series. Interesting that the Dodgers minus 200 still to win the series, yet minus 152 tonight. See, I would have figured that the line for the series would be closer to what the game line is. Maybe a little less. You know, it's one individual game. But to me, you like the Dodgers to win the series. I'm hopping them on, uh, and I'm taking them here in game three. And I'm taking them with Walker Bueller. So we got a lot to get to. We'll welcome in Ross Tucker for Tuck's Takes. Um, He was in Philadelphia last night. We'll get his opinion on what he sees here in week seven in the NFL. We'll have our plays of the day or our plays of the weekend, for better or worse. Your calls, of course, at 877-337-6666. Odds on Sports, presented by Jeff King Sportsbook. We get it all rolling right after this. 
Welcome back to Odds on Sports, presented by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. As we run through the Week 7 card, we welcome in my main man, Ross Tucker. And Ross, in all your years of being around the NFL, you know, doing this for a living, being in the broadcast booth, dude, you had a call that went viral. How about that last night? I know, I know. And you're calling it a call. It was really just a laugh. Um, you know, that's the cool thing. People always ask me, what I like the most about the media stuff. And I love all the podcasts I do and everything. But when you're at a live game, you have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, to see him out in the open and how fast he was, and then you could see that he kind of, as I described it, if people listen to the whole call, you can really only hear my laugh. But if you listen to what I said after Ian was done talking, I said he got out over his skis a little bit. You could just see he kind of got – head over his feet a little bit, and you could see it coming for 15, 20 yards. And I just started laughing, giggling, and giggling, and giggling, and then he went down. And it was it was hilarious. There's no question. Uh, if people didn't hear it, you can check it out on my social media, at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. I am, I will say, though, JJ, thankful and happy that they scored a touchdown there. It's oh, my goodness. You never live it down. And, Ross, as somebody who had a couple of bucks on the Giants covering the number last night, I thought that would doom them by not scoring a touchdown there in that spot. And I knew, to be honest, Ross, the minute Evan Ingram dropped that pass on third down that the Giants were losing the ball game because that always seems to happen for Big Blue when they're taking on Philadelphia. Good enough to lose over and over again. It's unbelievable. It, you know, I... I mean, look, they've won four Super Bowls. I don't feel that bad for them, but it's been really painful for Giants fans recently, especially when they play the Eagles. You're exactly right. I feel like that is how every Eagles-Giants game ends. Brutal. All the Giants – there were actually a decent amount of Giants fans there last night. They all thought for sure they finally had it when Sterling Shepard caught that touchdown pass. All right, Ross, let's get to these games. We'll start first with the Bills and the Jets. News that Sam Darnold back – Looks like Mekhi Becton is going to play. This line got as crazy high as 12.5 and, and 13. Now it's settled in at 10.5 over at DraftKings. Would you dare be frisky enough to take the Jets to cover their first game of the year, or are you not feeling that brave? Well, I wouldn't lay it with Buffalo. That's how I would describe it, right? I, would, I wouldn't lay 10.5 with Buffalo with Darnold and Becton being back. And we know the Jets are desperate for a win. I still think they'll find a win somewhere. I don't think this is it. I don't think they're going to beat Buffalo, who uh, needs to bounce back from that disappointing loss to the Chiefs, really two in a row. I I just don't see the Bills losing three in a row. But it wouldn't shock me if the Jets were able to get a backdoor cover when they're getting 10.5 points like that. Um, When it comes to another big injury, or really two bits of news that could change things for one particular team – How about New Orleans now? New Orleans is going to have to play without Michael Thomas. They're going to have to play without Emmanuel Sanders. They're going up against a quarterback that knows him very well in Teddy Bridgewater. And I tweeted this out earlier in the week. Russ, Teddy Bridgewater, off of a loss, has been a cover machine throughout his NFL career. I mean, the numbers are staggering. So that line has basically moved across the board from 7.5 to 7, and I'm all over the Carolina Panthers. They've been spunky all year. They've been well-coached all year. Are you riding with Carolina with yours truly? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's my best bet. Uh, I said that Tuesday on the Even Money podcast. I said it Thursday on Bet Sweats, my dailyradio.com show. I don't understand the number. I, I don't get it. I mean, this is before the Michael Thomas news. What have the Saints done this year to be seven and a half or even seven point favorites over anyone? Now they got no Michael Thomas, no Emmanuel Sanders, no Nick Easton along the offensive line. And Carolina has only lost by more than a touchdown one time. And that was when Leonard Fournette, when the, when the Bucks were just trying to run the clock out, and Leonard Fournette was able to take it to the house, you know, on like a 60-yard run. The, the Carolina Panthers are a well-coached, tough team. I would be very surprised if they lose by that much. I love the Panthers getting the points. It's my best bet of the week. Yeah, we're riding with Carolina together. Let's get to a line that's falling by the minute. That's Kansas City and Denver. We saw what Denver did last week in beating New England at Foxborough. Back at home, taking on Mahomes. We know the shiny new toy and Le'Veon Bell is going to be ready to rock and roll. Russ, why in the world has this line gone from nine and a half? Now I'm seeing it over at DraftKings. Chiefs are only favored by eight. Yeah, it's because of the weather and the snow. Um, they're, they're predicting snow there. They're predicting as low as 10 degrees. And so the the game total has dropped quite a bit. And I think that's sort of the corresponding drop, right? When it was in the 50s, one thing now when it gets down into the 40s i think last time i looked it was like 46 maybe i think that the thought process is the chiefs just won't be able to produce enough offense to win by a lot in those conditions russ let's get to the game of the week i can't wait to watch the steelers and the tennessee titans yet this line has moved dramatically from pittsburgh minus one and a half now across the board you see in tennessee Laying the point and a half. I feel dirty going against the Steelers. They've been good to me in back-to-back weeks. That's why I'm not going anywhere near this game. But a lot of my Vegas instincts, because of that dramatic shift, point me in a direction of the Titans. Would you play the Steelers and the Titans on Sunday? Oh, I, I would go Steelers. I, I don't really understand the line movement. A lot of times it has to do with some advanced statistics and blah, blah, blah. But my eyes tell me, Maybe the Titans' offense is a little bit better than the Steelers' offense, but Steelers' offense is playing pretty well. I know this. The Steelers' defense is way better than the Titans' defense, and now the Titans are without Taylor Lewan at left tackle. I think the Steelers win the game outright, so I'll take the point, point and a half, just in case. All right, Russ, before we get you out of here, you gave Carolina as your best bet of the week. What would be another best bet or two that you'd like to throw and share here with the New York audience? Well, so I, I really liked the Bucks earlier in the week before all the COVID stuff went down with the Raiders. They were laying two and a half. I don't even think it's on the board anymore. So maybe wait and see if that game is going to kick off on Sunday and what the line is and maybe still lay it with the Bucks. But I, I like Detroit getting two and a half against Atlanta. I guess it depends on whether or not you think that the Falcons can play that well again or whether or not they got a one-week boost from Raheem Morris. I kind of think it's a one-week boost and I like the Lions. I think they have a good chance to win that game outright. So, look, that's, that's most of my bets, J.J., end up being, most of my picks end up being underdogs. I think have a pretty good chance to win the game. I'll take the two and a half points. Thank you very much. Russ, fantastic stuff, my friend. Good work last night with Iron Eagle. Enjoy your weekend. We'll check in on Monday. Get everybody ready for the Bears and the Rams, which should be an interesting Monday night game. Enjoy it, all right, pal? Sounds great. Take care. You too.
Good stuff there from our buddy Ross Tucker. We're riding with the Carolina Panthers together. Carolina is one of my best bets of the week. Now, I love the fact that I have this game locked in at 7.5, but I Carolina covers 7 as well. If I'm giving you best bets, for better or worse here, I'm going to share two. We'll give you the other three for the unlocks of the week a little bit later on. I'll give you my favorite two. Carolina is one. Love the Panthers plus seven and a half. The numbers for Teddy Bridgewater, I'm going to share them with you. Against the number. And I didn't realize they were this good against the number. 30 and 10 ATS for his career. Off a straight-up loss, Bridgewater is 13-3 and against the spread and is a road underdog, 14-2 and against the number. So sometimes you like having the data and the analytics backing you up. This is one of those cases that's backing me up. So I'm taking Carolina plus 7.5. The other one I'm going to give you, and to me it is the ultimate get-right spot, I love the New England Patriots this week. Love, 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 love the New England Patriots this week. You got San Francisco going West Coast to East Coast. You got a New England team that's done a good job in neutralizing tight ends. We saw that against Kelsey. We saw that against Waller. Last week, I'm throwing out the window with New England. Cam Newton basically had one practice in two weeks. You're telling me that didn't have an impact? Please. There's no doubt in my mind that had an impact. And here's the other element. Bill Belichick knows Jimmy Garoppolo extremely well. Saw him in years for practice. Year upon year upon year, he's had Jimmy Garoppolo in his building. So I get that insider information. I get an angry, ticked-off Patriot team. And I only got to lay two points. Sign me up right now. Now, what I would do... Play the Patriots on the money line. Don't get cute there. If you can get them on the money line at minus 125, minus 130, do it. Why lay the two points? Pay a little extra juice and guarantee yourself the win. That's what I'm going to do. So we'll give you minus two if we want to be, you know, on the number. But I'm going to play it on the money line for those of you keeping score at home. All right, let's head to Queens and the great Jeff Money. What's happening, Money? What's up, JJ? So we had another nice win yesterday with the Giants. We sure there, did. Baby. We're piling up the wins, Jeff we're, Money. You know, it's, listen, it, when you're cold, 16, you're, doing you're, that you're not feeling good. There. Now we are basking in the glory of some victories, baby. I love it. Absolutely. I got four uh, games on Sunday. As far as real quick on tonight's game, I gave an edge towards the Dodgers minus the 145. It's going to be a tough game, but you got to bet it, right? You got to bet the World Series. Yeah, listen, if I was playing game three of the World Series, I would roll with the Los Angeles Dodgers as well. And I know I haven't picked the Dodgers yet in this series. First two games I've been on Tampa Bay. I'm a big Walker Bueller guy. I think the Dodger lineup will get to Charlie Morton. And the fact that L.A.'s bullpen is well-positioned in this game. I think works to their advantage as well. I'm in on the Dodgers. I'm playing it. I'm laying the 150 as well. Great. Now, as far as the Sunday uh, card, I got four games, and two of them we're in agreement on, which is very good. So my favorite game of the week, I like the Packers minus the three-and-a-half on the road against the Texans is my first game. I know we're in agreement on that. My next game, I, I do like the uh, Titans minus the one-and-a-half over the Steelers. 
I like them. And the third game, we're agreement. I like the Patriots minus the two over the 49. I know you were talking about the money line. I'm probably just going to lay the two on that one. And then my final game, it's going to be a tough one, but I, I like the Cowboys pick them on the road. Wow, the you're going back to the well with the Cowboys. It's so funny, Jeff. When I was going through the games this week, there are some games you look at that are like immediate scratch-offs. Dallas and Washington was an immediate scratch-off for me. I was like, there's no way in the world I'm going anywhere near this game. That is a hard pass. No thank you there. Um, I can tell you that that Packer-Texan game, I'm not going to tell you what side I'm on, but I will be picking that with the unlocks of the week. And it's funny how the Titans have been a team that's good to you. Steelers have been a team that's good to me. So I I didn't love the matchup, and I didn't love the line movement. But my lean would be opposite with you on that one. I'd lean in the direction of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's just me. Let's head to Stratford, Connecticut. Glenn joins us. What's happening, Glenn? Hey, JJ. How are you? Hi, Glenn. What's going on, man? Uh, I got two things to talk about. One, I agree with Ross about the Pittsburgh game. I think uh, Tennessee's been pushing its luck. I think their defense is going to stop Henry. But tonight's game, the World Series game, all right? Bueller is not pitching tonight. Urias is pitching tonight. And it doesn't make any sense to me as to why the Dodgers did not throw him in game two so you would have Kershaw and Bueller for six and seven. Well, hold on a second. Where did you see that? Uh, It's Bueller across the board. Where did you see that? I saw that. I saw that yesterday. No, 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 no. It's Bueller here in game three. It's Bueller. You sure Bueller's pitching today? I I am positive that Walker Bueller's pitching in game three. Because they said a couple days ago when they had the day off, they said Urias was pitching game three. No, game four is Urias. Game four is Urias. Got to let you go there. Bueller's tonight. I, I wanted to make sure my head wasn't spinning. I was like, did I miss something here? You never know with these games. I mean, with these managers being as wacky as they can be, you never know. So I wanted to make sure I didn't miss any breaking news there. Bueller's starting game three. That's what I thought. Instead of Staten Island, New York, Kenny joins us. What's up, Kenny? What's going on, JJ? Made some made some money the other night with um, Margot. I cleared a few dollars at the over, over in the bases, but I did lose him hitting the first home run. Hey, you know what, though, Kenny? That's worth a shot there. First home run, yeah. man. You're throwing a dart. You're rolling oh, the tough. dice, you know? That, that's tough. But uh, tonight's game, uh, I'm, up, I'm up a lot of point this week, and uh, I'm putting it all on the Dodgers because my brother breaks my top. He's like, oh, you want to stop with, with your nickel and your small little plays here and there? But they're not small. 100, 200, it adds up. But uh, tonight we're going uh, a dime on the Dodgers. We're going in Sunday. I, I agree with you 100% with Carolina. And, and we're also banking on Sunday is uh, the over in the Raider game. I'm going with. Well, the only reason I'd be careful with that one, Kenny, is what goes on with the Raider offensive line going through the COVID protocol. That's the only reason I'd be concerned there. Tampa should be able to score some points in that one, but I wouldn't go near a total when the other team's offensive line might be, uh, you know, sitting it out. Carolina, though, I can't get enough of Carolina this week. That is my favorite play on Sunday. Carolina and the Patriots. Fun edition of Odds on Sports. We got a lot more to get to. We'll get you ready for Game 3 of the World Series. Another giant meltdown against the Philadelphia Eagles. And again, some teams are good enough to lose. The Giants are good enough to lose. Get aboard. 877-337-6666. Come right back. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.